925 Mother FM Podcast, back at it again with another episode. Yes, it it, it sounds like it. Yeah, it's because it is. We're on a voice note right now. Yeah, and is this the third time that we're recording this? Maybe. Yeah, it is. You know, we're a little rusty right now. It's all right. <laughs> we are recording this because we forgot to record the ad when we were at the studio podcast, so that's why you see no video if you're on YouTube. Hi, what's up? This is our logo, 925. <laughs> Don't worry, the video's on the way. But before we get this episode started, we want to give a big thank you to the sponsor of this episode, Sticks and Stones. They, they also... Yeah, let them know. We, I just designed their whole new website, and it's finally up and running. So if you want to go check that out at hellagoodskincare.com, you go check that out. Oh, yeah. No, it looks great, by the way. Good job, Felicia. Thanks. Knuckle bump. Did you even see it? Yeah, I did. Okay. They posted on their story, you know. Okay. Okay. You know, I'm tuned in. I'm okay. tuned in. Uh, you can check them out. And if you're on their website, you know, browsing, looking at what Felicia did, you can use our promo code. Hella925. H-E-L-L-A. 925, the numbers. And that's for 15% off. Um, big shout out again to our, our winner um, of last week's episode. She got the uh, the I Got Five on a collection on on its way to her. I hope she enjoys yeah. that. Yeah. And they're, we're probably going to do more giveaways and stuff. So keep following them so yeah. they can choose you. Follow them on our Instagram at Skin. And, uh, yeah, Sticks and Stones, thank you guys so much. Uh, we'll actually be seeing you this weekend. Um, this weekend. So we're going to go down to the spot and hang out and uh, see what's going on. You know, might might uh, get a little massage, you know, Manny Petty, you know, <laughs> turn it up. And, um, yeah, so we're super excited to see you guys out there. And, uh, yeah, enjoy this episode. Very, very fun episode. We love you guys. Special guests in the building, oh. the Mexipino podcast. Thank you guys for joining us. Appreciate you driving all the way out here too. Yeah, yeah man. Such you a know, in, drive. in LA, four minutes, man. <laughs> hey, it could turn into an hour sometimes. It could. It <laughs> could. If it, could, if it got freaky. Yeah. No. Thank you guys uh, for being here. Thanks for having um, us. How did you guys get started with your with your podcast together? You wanna you wanna break oh. it down? Cause she was grilling me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. It was initially my idea. So okay. I I've always wanted to do a podcast and I was really kind of like scared to do it by myself. Mm-hmm. I I just always thought like, I'm like, no one's gonna listen to like if it's just me. Um, but then like Nico started uh, streaming on Twitch, doing DJ stuff, and then I started yeah. making appearances. And people just loved my commentary on things that he would do, especially since yeah. he does a lot of stupid shit. Yeah, like, I'll, I'll usually, like, like, I'll talk about stupid shit or, you know, just, you know, basically just, like, some very guy stuff, right? Yeah. But so then Jackie's very good at, like, combating what I say. Like, we don't always agree on everything. And, you know, a lot of the time it's just very playful. So when we noticed on Twitch that people liked it when we bantered or just went back and forth or just even like argued. Okay. And I say argue, you know what I mean? I say argue because we don't like actually argue like that, but you know, a healthy argument, right? Right. Right. It's like people enjoyed that. So when she brought up the idea to have a podcast, I'm like, well, we already have an established audience on Twitch. Yeah. People like how we talk. So might as well. Might as well bring it in. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which works out, which, you know, it works out really great too. I think like the dynamic between you know your vocals, like you have a great, you guys both have great voices. For it. <laughs> <laughs> really, really tight. Um, and that's coming from the rapper. No, <laughs> no, no. No, I'm just like I'm hearing it in my headphones right now. I was like, yeah, this is crazy. Yeah, this, sounds good. this sounds crisp. Um, but I mean, you you got experience with you know DJ and, and, and being on vocals and you know getting a hype. And mm-hmm. I was wondering, are 
do you have a radio background or anything? Uh, like- so I initially started uh, entertainment hosting and reporting. Yeah, um, yeah. I used to do like, you know, on camera stuff for this company uh, who is like a Dodgers fan base. And I did a lot of on-camera work just kind of doing daily or weekly updates. And then started hosting in stadium for the single-A team for the Dodgers. Yeah. Um, and then I actually didn't get into radio until recently. So I've been auditioning for a couple of radio gigs. Awesome. Recently. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah. I host for Dodgers. I'm the one that's like on screen in between the innings and everything. That's And then fire. I do uh, LA Galaxy and UCLA Athletics. So. That's amazing. Yeah. 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 yeah she does like every freaking sport in LA, man. <laughs> yeah. No, that's awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. No, I, I think that um we wanted to kind of use this episode to kind of just get to know you guys a little bit better, if that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, um, a thousand percent. That's, that's totally fine. So, <laughs> So, bro, it's so funny because it's like I was telling Jackie, I was like, I wonder what they're gonna ask because usually like we're the ones asking questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and then I was telling fun. Nico, I was all like, I've never been like someone's guest on a on like a podcast. So I was oh, like, so sick. I'm like, okay, this is gonna be interesting. We popping the yeah. cherry today. Come on, yeah. I'm, I, we're, it's an honor to have you guys for real. Um, and if anybody doesn't know, just write real quickly. Um, how how can they find your podcast? Uh, Mexipino podcast everywhere. Did we even introduce ourselves? I don't even think yeah, I mean, we we're just like yo, jumping right in. Yeah, yeah, run it. Like, take it away. Yeah, uh, Mexipino <laughs> podcast. That's our podcast. I'm the Filipino. She's the Mexican. So, you know? yeah, in case you didn't know. Yeah. And then my name is Nico Blitz, and I see OAK Blitz everywhere, y'all. And I'm Jackie Ramirez. It's I'm Jackie Ramirez everywhere. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, so, um, how, or I'm trying to think like where we can even get this started because me and you go back maybe. Just before the pandemic, dude, maybe 2019. Like, yeah, maybe like 2009. Yeah, I was gonna say about three years. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was in my my rich homie Cam loves to go to this restaurant. <laughs> rich homie, Cam. <laughs> your rich homie. It's my rich homie. <laughs> Which one? Cameron Nguyen, Cam Fairfax. That's Cam my Fairfax. that's my rich homie. Cam's the rich homie. <laughs> he really is because he likes going to these bougie restaurants sometimes, right? <laughs> just you know, so we were at this one down the street. Uh-huh. You know, nice place. Just you know, getting a little Jack and Coke, chilling, hanging out. Nice. Jack and, Coke. and uh, we're in there. We, we've been in here quite a few times, but we've never heard Mac Dre in this restaurant, especially in Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. and it I, was uh, in Woodland Hills too. Wasn't yeah, it? out there yeah. in Woodland Hills. You know, just cool, cool little area over there. You <laughs> yeah. know, you don't hear it out there. No, sure. definitely not. And um, immediately when I heard it come on uh, over the speakers, I said. I need to shake this man's hand. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I walked over here and, and there's Nico and he's over there just, you know, tearing it up, which is tight because do they at, at Joey, do they not have like a specific playlist for you to play? They just say, hey, come in. And no. Play so at that time, they're just like, hey, like, just do your thing. Yeah. I was yeah. Like, All right, I'll just do my thing. I have a whole bunch of clean music from doing radio and everything anyway. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Like. It's a very chill, lax night. Like, let me just hype myself up a little bit, play some Bay Area music. And yeah. that's when Miles came up. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm not even going to lie, though, bro. Like, I was just so focused on music. So when you, like, came over and you're like, oh, my name is Miles. I'll follow you on Twitter. I was like, okay, cool, cool, whatever. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> no, <laughs> you no, no, no. We're just tight. Like, I mean, here, here's the thing. Like, I, I will never, I will never, ever ever expect somebody to know what's going on ever i don't know i just never felt like i never felt that way right yeah so i'm not even tripping on that at all like i didn't i honestly didn't even think you would know anyways and then i go back and sit down five minutes later do my step comes on 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because then, then I ended up looking at your Twitter handle. I was like, oh, I'm an idiot. No, no, no. It's, it's all low. It's all low. Yeah, so I, I, I would never, like, try to expect that, like, especially on first, you know, meeting somebody. But yeah. um, You probably, like, went up hella confident. He humbled you real quick. No, no, not, not even. Not even. I was literally just going over because I was like, dang, this is amazing. I'm from the Bay Area, and I'm in mm. Los Angeles, mm. and I'm here in Mac Dre, right? That's yeah. just going to connect any Bay Area people. Yeah, especially man. Especially outside. Dude, and, for real. Uh, yeah, no, I, I had to come over here. I was like, let me shake this man's hand. Well, that's and, why it's uh, funny, because even when I DJ nowadays, I get so, like, uh, you know, especially at the club, like, I get so iffy about playing a Bay Area song. Yeah. But then once I'll just do, like, a an area check, like, how many people are from the Bay? Yeah. I'm <laughs> just like, all right, cool. I could, you know, I could go through a little, like, three, four songs now. It'll be lit. I love it. Yeah, no, it's fun. Like, getting to connect with Bay Area people outside of the Bay Area is always very, very special. Oh, yeah. You know I, I, mean? I, I will say, ever since I met Nico, like, I have never, like, known so many Bay Area people in my life. And yeah. I didn't know there were so many <laughs> Bay Area people in L.A. Yeah, yeah, too. yeah. And I was just like, okay, I think, like, I know more Bay Area people now than I do L.A. people. So oh, yeah, which is great. You know, it's, it's a good time. It's a good time. Yeah. Uh, it is. <laughs> I also have a confession. Yes. Destiny Rogers just did a club performance. Yes. And Miles texted me while I was there and was like, y'all are going to be on the podcast. And it was a perfect opportunity for me to be like, I'm Felicia, whatever. <laughs> but I was so shy. I was in her section just chilling. And oh, I, really? you were there? Yeah, I was literally there. What the but heck? I was, like, I was like, I'm too. And then you came what? over, I think, to talk to Destiny one time. And I was like, all right, this is my time. And then I just got too shy. <laughs> oh, why didn't you say anything? <laughs> but I was the one that told her to go up and request Pilo. Okay, yeah, because then uh, Destiny came up to me toward the end of the night. She was like, yo, Nico, like, I just I just need one Pilo song, just one. And I'm like, I mean, I could play more, but if you literally just want one, I will yeah, play yeah. one Pilo song. Right, right, right. <laughs> nah, that was, I don't, how'd you get like that? I don't You're know, really shy. shy. I just thought, I like. I thought maybe the alcohol would help, but it just didn't. Yeah. Maybe I took a shot, I'll go up to them, didn't work. I'm, a, I'm texting her, like, I'm at the house, like, tripping, like. You're really not gonna go up and say hi to them. You like we're gonna, we're about to have them on. We just locked it in. Matter of fact, you should have came for the second day in a row. No, I know that would have been fun. <laughs> Jeremy, passion the night before. Thank you again for yeah, man. You know, of course, of locking course. that in. But um, yeah, what what a guy, by the way. Just Jeremy pulled up to the club solo. Two bottles of tequila for him. I know, just, for oh, real. bro. He was chilling. He pulled up solo. Just came yeah. to the club solo. Yeah, so he whoa. had the whole that whole section that you guys were in. Yeah, he had that whole all to himself. <laughs> Literally <laughs> all to himself. And it was so funny because like a mob of girls, like I don't know how they got on stage, mm. but they came up. As like he was sitting down, and that poor guy, he was sitting on that couch. He was like, like <laughs> terrified. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. "Yo, get these girls off the stage." He's a married man. He got like, right, right. I, I know he has kids. at least yeah one or two kids. I'm like, get all these girls off the yeah. stage, man. And it was <laughs> funny. And then it was after like his performance and everything. He was chilling for a bit, and then Miles was by the stairs. And I, I know somebody said like, "Oh, like the, every all the girls that came, they told him." They're like, you guys can go take pictures now. So then I told Miles, I was like, hey, you might want to move because there's going to be like a whole bunch <laughs> of girls. Yeah, yeah. I was like, so. And then I was like, it's going to be overwhelming. And he's like, thank you. And I was like, okay, cool. No, so I, that's why I just scooted out of the way, just over closer to the <laughs> Right yeah, to the side of the couch. Yeah, yeah. No, it's been really cool. Um, Can we dive a little bit deeper? So obviously, you know, we connect from the Bay Area. We're, yeah. you know, out there in Joey. 
just vibing, <laughs> Jack and Coke and yes. some Mac Dre. Um, but you're from the Bay Area. Yes. What part of the Bay? 415, born and raised, San Francisco. <laughs> and um, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, just growing up there because you, you were involved in dance as well. Man, I like literally any Bay Area Filipino stereotype you could think of. I was <laughs> okay. a thousand percent involved in. Yeah, yeah. Minus the fact that I'm not, I'm not from Daly City. <laughs> okay, <that's the> only <laughs> but his parents <laughs> reside in Daly yeah, City. Yeah, but my now. parents currently <laughs> okay. live right, in Daly right. City, so it's like there one of those things. No, but yeah, I was like super heavy in like the turf community. Yeah. Like, um, man, like honestly, do my step was like one of the songs that like we always danced and listened to growing up. So that's wow. why it was like that's a funny great. situation, like meeting you. Um, but yeah, like my boy, uh, he actually introduced me to turfing back in like two thousand seven, two thousand eight. So that's that time. Yeah, it was around that time. So literally, bro, like we would do like street shows like in downtown San Francisco, like you know where the uh, um where the ferry is, right? Mm -hmm. it, there used to be a Forever 21, like, right there. It'd uh, be, like, Urban Outfitters, Forever 21, and then, like, a little, like, circle yeah. where people would just dance. Um, Talking about, like, right there, like, off market. Right off yeah, market street, where, yeah. Where it turns around. Yeah. Exactly. So we'd be over there with, like, you know, like, the homies at the time. Still homies. But, like... Man, we would just dance for hours. It'd be like eight hour days as if it was like a freaking work shift, bro. I love that. I love that. <laughs> on YouTube. Yeah, no, we need we definitely gotta pull some of those out. Gotta see those at some point. So what were some of the, the songs you're playing? So Do My Step was one of them at some point. Yeah, at some point it was awesome. Do My Step. It was a whole it was a whole bunch of Lil Wayne too, bro. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah. the turf dance community was so heavy on Lil Wayne, you could have mm -hmm. sworn Lil Wayne was from the Bay. <laughs> wow, yeah. I, I didn't even realize you, that. bro. No, um, that that Lil Wayne, that era of Lil Wayne was like goaded also. Dude, like 2008. Seriously. Yeah. Bro, it was like no ceilings. That was the mm -hmm. project that was out at the time. It was like Carter Three, like all that stuff. Like, bro, the amount of times we danced to Lil Wayne, and I'm not I'm not just talking about me and my crew, but like, but like <laughs> literally the entire community. Like Lil Wayne should have like got paid from us. It was That's nuts, fire. bro. Yeah, yeah. Really, you really put him on. Yeah, bro. Nah, for sure. Um, so around that time, did you were you also DJing, or is that something that you found later on? No, I wasn't. I mean, I was like back then. It was really just like turfing was like my main thing. I was actually like rapping at that time too, just in high got school. You. Okay. you know, like a little also little on song. YouTube. Let's go! Come on, we're gonna we're gonna run through all of them. I'll just send you guys a link so you can pull all that. Yeah, no, I need yeah. that. No, but, but then it wasn't until, um, it actually wasn't until February 2017 where I like really bought myself a DJ controller and started DJing. Yeah. So a little bit of a backstory on that. Like I ended up going to Cal State LA um, back in 2014 and I went to school out there for two years. That's the whole reason why I moved. And um, it was for learning how to do broadcast journalism. Oh, okay, so I cool. learned how to do radio in school. And then I met a whole bunch of DJs from school. So the DJs were kind of teaching me like what to do for the, you know, two years that I was out here initially. And then um, my grandma's 75th birthday was in February 2017. My mom had told me like, hey, like, why don't you come back home, obviously for your grandma's birthday, but make sure you load up your iPod or your iPhone <laughs> with music. And I'm just like, first of all, I'm not going to have my iPhone like on a speaker for like four yeah, hours. Yeah. Like, I'm going to need to talk to people, too. <laughs> for sure. So I was like, you know what? Let me buy a DJ controller. 
Let me figure it out. Mm-hmm. Long story short, I bought my DJH controller, went back to the bay for the weekend. My grandma like came in crying because she didn't know any of this was happening. It was a surprise party. Oh yeah, and literally the music sucked. <laughs> really, <laughs> Nico's worst game, dude. Like, cause I had all the right songs, but like I didn't know how to like blend or anything at that time. Got you. That's okay, great. so like so it was, was it was just rough. pressing buttons at that point. Yeah, 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 it was rough, bro. It was so rough. What what kind of controller was it? It was a Denon. It was the one that I was using at Joey Woodland Hills. It was a Denon MC7000. Got you. Okay. Yeah. Which is a, like, normally, like. I don't know what that means. Well, so. To put it into, so let me put it into perspective, right? Like, all of us have iPhones, right? Right. So the iPhone equivalent in the DJ world would be a Pioneer controller. Me, I wanted to go against the grain and get an Android equivalent, which would be the Denon. Got you. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's one of those. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those. I was like, well, I'm gonna be rebellious. I'm gonna do my thing. I'm different. Ask me if I still use that controller. He probably threw it away. Nah. He threw it away. Hell no, I don't yeah, use that over. controller. It's over. Yeah. No, that's amazing. But I mean, it, so it got you started though. It did get me started. Mm-hmm. You definitely got in there, and yeah. um, you're playing uh, grandma gigs. Yeah. At, at, in the very beginning, <laughs> which like is a great, great place to start. Great place to start, man. I mean, like, you know, it was a family event, obviously. Yeah. Humble beginnings. Super humble. <laughs> I, I just remember there was like one portion of the of the evening where I I did something so rough. I think I like backspun the track and then yeah. everyone literally just looked at me like. <laughs> like er, it was yeah. one of those moments where I was like, dude, like, I'm so happy that this just happened with family and not like <laughs> and, and on some action. in real life stuff where I got paid for it. Oh yeah, no, nah, for that. sure. Cause at, at that point you were like, damn, I'm going to spin this back. This is going to be hard. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man, I was like, you know, you was I, feeling confident after uh-huh. like three songs. Yeah. And then uh, after that, I was just playing like literally any Filipino favorite party song that you could think of. It was like September by earth, wind and fire. Okay. Some okay. Michael Jackson, a whole bunch of Filipino songs. Yeah, sing-alongs, yeah. and I'm like, all right, cool. That's like, funny. We made it through the night. Yeah, That's the there most you go. important. And my grandma was happy. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> That's all that matters. Hey, speaking of Michael Jackson, <laughs> I, I, I'm trying what? to do this thing. Okay, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Okay. Because she, she had one, a question that she wanted to ask. I, I, maybe, I wonder if you guys ever have this issue, because you guys are talking to each other. Sometimes I don't know if you have a guest on the podcast. Does it ever get harder, like, you talk more than she does, or, or you're talking more than Nico does? At first... At first, it was like that. Yeah. It was it was like <laughs> very difficult for me to kind of decipher like, okay, when do I jump in? When do I like I put in my two cents? Because yeah. Nico's been doing podcasting for like ever, uh-huh. and at one point, like in I think it was like the third episode, I was just like, fuck, like this feels like Nico's podcast, like <laughs> you know. And so then, but now I have an understanding. Like I know how to set up like you know questions that I want to ask, or I know how to direct a conversation into like. So it, I can take over, and so that yeah. way he's not the one that's always talking. Okay. But, yeah. Well, I, it took me a while, though. To figure out, like, when you want to jump yeah. in and how to yeah. do this smooth. Because yeah. we're trying to figure that out, too, because I think the majority of the time, I'll keep it going, and I'll just stay talking, even though we have, like, all our, you know, notes and bullet points that we have. Yeah. I feel like I try to keep it going because I don't ever want there to be a moment where it pauses. Right. And so if I don't have you, I don't, I don't know, like, when you're going to jump in or not or if you're going to. So now I'm just going to call it out. All right, Michael Jackson. 
Okay. Yo, I, I love that. that. I love funny, that. Though. Jump it's straight just, into it. It's just hella fun. That's hella yeah. funny. <laughs> okay. Michael Jackson. We had, <laughs> we had um, John Boogie on the podcast, Jay Verbone. Do you know who that is? Um, he like does dancing for like Justin Bieber and stuff like that too. Lit. But um, he basically says like every dancer usually has like a backstory of like, oh, like Michael Jackson. Like he was the one I looked up to. Did you have someone like that or was it Michael Jackson or like how'd you get into it? Like how'd I get into like DJing in general or just no, like, like dancing, like dancing. dancing and music. Oh, that's actually a great question. Like inspiration wise. Yeah. You know, you know what really sparked my want to dance was America's best dance crew. Mm. Yeah, everyone in here knows America's Best Dancer. Such a throwback. But, like, you know, when you think about people like the Jabberwockies, for example, who are from the Bay, and then when you think about, um, I don't know if you guys remember Supreme Soul. Mm -mm. Yeah, so they're also a dance group from the Bay. Iconic Boys was my thing. Iconic Iconic Boys? (laughs) Okay, Iconic Boys. That's when I started fangirling over yeah, I liked Iconic Boys, and then there's the one dancer, Nick Mara, that was in Iconic Boys, <gasps> yes. and he's in a group now called Pretty Much, and I really liked them. I've heard of Pretty Much. Yeah. I've heard of Pretty Much. But that's how I was familiar with yeah. Pretty Much, is because of him. But, dan- like, dancing was just, like, you know, especially being, like, Asian, like, you know, I didn't really see too many, like, DJs or, like, radio jocks or, you know, even people in music, so, mm-hmm. like, when you're, like, a 13, 14-year-old, like, Filipino Asian kid, and you see other filipinos like doing it literally on tv it's like yo like this is freaking cool yeah yeah. that's how i and especially because they're from the bay i'm like dude this is literally like my profile right right. on tv yeah yeah no which is exciting yeah cool um uh so going back into the dj um so you you only started like really in 2017 right there yeah as of as of now like five years ago yeah which is awesome I, i i wouldn't have guessed that I would have thought that you would, you know, had been DJing, you know, a lot longer than that, which is really, you know, oh, cool. Like you. you're just like a natural, I guess. You just had this in you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think, you know, you might be you might be privy to this too, because you've been doing music for a long time, right? Yeah. And so when people like I mean, I've heard you could crank out music like fairly quickly. Uh-huh. But that's because you've put in like so many hours to it. Like, you know, from when you were like what, maybe like a decade ago or something like yeah, that. Yeah, two thousand nine. Yeah, two so even longer, right? So the way I think of it is just like I've been around DJs who have been doing it for like a decade or so. Mm. So a part of me was just like, well, in a decade's worth of time, how much time did they put into this specific craft? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so from 2017, I told myself like I literally want to catch up with the amount of hours that someone else has put in over a span of like a decade or so. Mm-hmm. So, and like, you know, literally on Twitch, like, I think you were around, yeah, you were around like while I was on Twitch, right, bro? Like, literally 365 days consecutively, in a, consecutively just streaming. Yeah, yeah. With like maybe three or four hours every day. Like, bro, like, You'll get there. You'll get yeah. you'll get to yeah. ten thousand hours quickly. Oh yeah, you know oh, what I mean. And sure. that's kind of like how I calculate, um, at least my personal growth. Like how many hours did I put in today? Yeah. And how much time can I put in for like the following week? So for on sure. and so forth. Now before you before we got to the quarantine days, you were already getting gigs. Um, you know, past the birthday party, um, you kind of yeah. started you know getting in more. What what came first though? Did you start getting club gigs? Uh, or like things like Joey, um, or was it radio that came? Cause you're on you're on the radio as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm on the radio as well on maybe like twelve or thirteen different stations as of right now. Yeah. Um, 
But honestly, so after I did my grandma's gig, I came back to L.A. and I told myself, okay, because I'm not experienced, I need to gain a lot of experience. The good thing about working in radio at that time was that they would put us at like literally the most random spots. They'd put us in front of like a Ralph's. <laughs> oh, yeah. put us in front yeah. of like a Dee Dee's discount, stuff like that. <laughs> it was Fire. more like that street team type yeah, of stuff. Like, yeah, like yeah. just like go and do this and hand out free stuff. And they always told us like, hey, make sure there's some sort of music playing, whether you whether it's just like off an iPhone or whatever. Okay. So I told myself, I'm like, dude, I don't want to like sit outside of like a Dee Dee's discount for like <laughs> two hours. Let me bring my controller and let me DJ. Let me practice. Yeah, yeah. And literally everybody who was like on the street team told me like, bro, like they're not paying you. Like, why are you doing it? I'm like, because I want to get better. And like, if I'm going to be here anyway, I might as well. Bro, literally like we had events like five or six days out of the week. DJed every single event that I could until the radio started to like pay me to do, um, you know, paid gigs. Yeah. The good yeah. thing about that too is because I got all my practice in, um, I was also working with Bootleg Kev and DJ Head at the time. And, you know, normally around like December is when they want to try out new people. Okay. So that's when they told me, like, hey, like you're a DJ, right? I'm like, yeah. They're like, oh, do you want to like, you know, try out like this uh this December run, see how you do? And I'm like, Yeah, hell yeah, let's do it. Again, more free work that I was For gonna sure. do. And uh that free work just kind of led to What's happening today? That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. No, it's just cool to like just yeah, I don't know. It kind of goes back to just putting in that, you know, those hours again and like just taking, you know, you you will always notice somebody that's going a little bit more, you know, above and beyond. It's yeah. like yeah. like those guys are saying like you don't have to be doing all that, but it's like I mean, you saw an opportunity to grow for yourself too and like I mean, I think it made that situation better cuz like if I'm going in to just get like some groceries and like I can gig on my way in and out. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just making a better experience for everybody. Yeah, it's also those people that, like, you know, that say, like, oh, well, why are you doing it? So it's those people that stay in that same situation that, like, you know, they complain and complain. It's like, why haven't I been getting a chance? It's like, well, have you put in the work for it? Do you yeah. want to put in the work for it? Absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes you do have to do things for free, especially in this industry. Like, I've learned, like, I'm still figuring it out, but. I've learned that some things you do have to like take the the small pay for, just do it for free, just for the experience. But then yeah. after a while, then that's when you can put your price on it. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, can you imagine like when, you know, you guys started as like Kalen and Miles at the time, it's like you guys probably didn't have like everything all together, but you guys purposely said, let's make this song, whatever your first song was for free. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then you see like the fruits of your labor just like you know transpire after that. Well, one of the main things we always talk about, and people have their different opinions on this, and I absolutely one hundred one hundred percent respect it. Um, it's about playing shows and getting to open up, right? Mm-hmm. We when we first started out, and we had no, we hadn't even done our own concert yet. It's sold real real tickets before. Mm-hmm. If we had an opportunity to go play a show, the last thing on our mind was asking, "Hey, what's your budget?" Yes. For the opener. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's like, no, okay, we're going to go play a show, so we get to get up in front of 100 people and show them mm-hmm. our music. Yeah, we'll be there for sure, right? Mm-hmm. That was something that we never did. And um, at one point, maybe rub, rubbed us the wrong way, you know, once we started building a following and we were able to play shows, we wanted to reach out just like how somebody reached out to us when we first started out mm-hmm. and put them on a show. 
And that was the first thing that they said back was, you know, okay, what's the budget for the opener? And, um, you know, maybe you just, you know, I respect it. Like some people are like, no, this is my time. And like, I have mm -hmm. a show and it's like, I, I should get paid. Mm -hmm. And sometimes there is a, a budget, you know, for openers that, you know, it makes sense. But, um, I think we were looking for somebody that, you know, to put in position, like how, you know, we were back in the day, but I don't know. I kind of go back and forth on that same topic though you get what i mean like oh, I, yeah. you, you want to say something about well, this because like i mean i've like as of lately i've been getting booked for like solo gigs for like hosting like different events here and there and at first i was just like okay like i was going in with the mindset like okay i might not get paid or i might get paid just a little bit and then i would get the okay well what's your day rate and i literally remember the day i asked nico i was like how do you determine your rate? Because <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, and like at, at Dodgers, I get paid like an hourly rate. At Galaxy, I get paid a flat rate for my day. Yeah. And so I would, t I told Nico, I was like, how do I determine this? Like, I don't, I don't know. Um, but then there's like other opportunities. And so like now I have a better understanding of like, okay, I will give them my my rate, but a lot of the times they don't know that like I could go lower. Okay. You know, because yeah, yeah. I've gotten I've gained so much experience. But initially, like I, I I didn't want to get paid. I was like, if it was an opportunity that I knew that I was going to meet people and network with them, I would have just done it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think it all just comes with time too. honestly, like, bro. I mean, I've I've said this before, but like I've had like gigs where I got paid like literally twenty five dollars an hour, mm -hmm. yeah. which is like nowhere near what what it is right now. Mm -hmm. But I think at that time, I also told myself like, okay, well, a I want to do something that I love to do, which is and was well was and is DJing. Uh, so B, let me just figure it out. But then as time goes on, it's like you start to understand like more of your worth. Yeah. And, you know, as you were saying, too, like, the more you do it, the more more people will notice. Yeah, yeah. And so if somebody, like, let's say I started off at, like, $25 an hour, and then another company comes in and is like, hey, so, you know, we have, like, a, we have like a $300 budget, for example, for, like, three hours. Like, is that doable for you? I'm like, yeah, sure, let's go ahead and do that. Now I know my rate is $100 an hour, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Now let's say another company comes in and they're like, hey, you know, we saw that you do this and we have a budget of like $500 for two hours. Does that work for you? Hell yeah, yeah, let's just <laughs> yeah, do it. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And then it like, it's like, I, me personally, I use like um, whoever hires me to kind of like gauge like, okay, like what would my hourly rate be and how and how comfortable am I like saying that? Yeah, yeah. I think what what the issue is that like, I think people see everybody doing like so many things at once and only see like the, uh, you know, like the end point mm -hmm. at a certain time to where it's like you don't understand that like it's a lot of trial and error just for you to feel comfortable to that you can execute like this is your hourly mm -hmm. rate. Right, right. And I think that... I don't think either people are wrong in yeah. in, in that in on those sides. Yeah. Some people want to get in and work for twenty five dollars an hour, and some people are when they're first starting out, they want to work for two fifty an hour. Yeah. yeah, and like I don't think either are wrong. People got their own ways about it, but <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. People are just different. Yeah, know? but you also have to like go. You have to go back to whoever like the employer is or whoever is like you know giving you the money. Obviously, like you know if freaking like 
Apple hit me today and was like, hey, so, we you know, what are we doing? I'd be like, all right, all right. Well, you know, you're you're Apple. <laughs> yeah, you're probably yeah, yeah. making this money in, like, every three seconds. Yeah. I see, I see. You know yeah. what I mean? But if it's, like, the homie, for example, I'm kind of just like... Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, even at some point, get like... family and friends discount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I might just pull up, get drunk, and be like, hey, like, let me I just hop you. on. Open bar and free <laughs> food sure. and say less. No, it's up, it's up, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you got to do that, too. I think it's important to just, like, yeah. always, you know, not, not find yourself, like, too lit to ever going back in and, like, do yeah. something like that. For yeah. Sure. It, it, it's humbling, man. I mean, those are just, like, those situations. Like, when I say, like, I'll still do stuff for, like, for free to this day, like, for homies or whatever, like, I will still freaking do it. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, like, dude, like, A, I don't see everybody that I want to see, like, on a daily basis. So it's, like, oh, cool. We get to just hang out. And yeah. B, like, okay, cool. I get to DJ. So I get to choose to be social and also antisocial <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> right, right. Which is fire. No, it's a, good, it's a good time. I think, like, I think about it all the time. All of us in here are just so blessed to be able to to get to create like we do. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And we get to live in L.A. It's just a blessing that, like, you know, we're able to find our way through things like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I want to I wanna talk about the club. Yeah. I want to talk Ooh. about the club. As a DJ who Ooh. does club events, do you, like, how do you feel about requests? Do they piss you off? <laughs> oh, God. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> This is, this uh, is ask, the, ask the number one bad bunny requester over here. <laughs> okay. Okay. okay, I do it as a joke now. I do it as a joke now. <laughs> I mean, That's your man, I mean, like, it's cool as long as it, like, makes sense. Yeah. That's it. Like, that's it. Like yeah. if I'm or playing, unless like, they give them fifty bucks. Uh, yeah, I mean that 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 would that, that work though. I mean, I mean maybe I sometimes, mean, right? Sometimes, sometimes. Because there's but if it's like something like if it's something like super outlandish, like if somebody's trying to request like a rock song in the middle of like a super hip hop set. Yeah. I know like better than anyone just like not to do that because you'll just mess up the entire vibe of the club. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Unless you mess like, up like your reputation. Like, it'll rest up. Yeah, and that's yeah. like the most important thing. My reputation is way more important than some yeah. money. Yeah. But like if I'm playing Spanish music and someone's like, here's $500 to play another Bad Bunny song. <laughs> come on. Say less. <laughs> Say less, man. Like, I'm, He's like, yeah. you want the whole album? Yeah, I'm already, yeah, I'll play the whole album for you, bro. <laughs> no, like, for sure. Is Bad Bunny the most requested? You Usually? Yeah, as of lately, it's been a whole bunch of bad bunny requests. I don't, uh, d does like DJ do DJ memes make it your way? Uh, like on your not timeline? not 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 very often. No, no but do so. you guys get like the videos where it's like people requesting bad yeah, bunny yeah, on yeah. like the freaking iPhone? I haven't I, seen that. I've never no, seen a bad bunny one. Yeah, you've seen the bad bunny yeah. ones. It's probably gonna show up on our phones now that we just mentioned. <laughs> yeah, it. yeah, yeah. No, I was seeing um, you know, Jay Espinoza. Yeah, um, yeah, he was talking about how he was doing a I forget what it was. Um, maybe it was like a Beyonce and Rihanna night or something like that. And somebody came up and requested a Rihanna song while Beyonce song was on. And it, he was just like, like, this is nuts. Like, we're at it. Well, of course, there's going to be some more Rihanna coming on soon. Yeah, yeah of course. But like, I, I think I, you know, not only him, but like I, I often see like DJs, you know, talking about the the requesting, and I can't ever tell if it's like if it's annoying or not. I, I mean, I could kind of see it being a little bit. It's like, hey, I'm up here doing my thing. I'm gonna try to provide, you know, the entertainment. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. At a certain point, like if somebody's, you know, just being too persistent, bro. There was like, um, 
Okay, you got to speak. Now, now I have a now I have a specific moment in mind. At some point, I just go like, like if they see me next to him, they'll ask me, and I go, I'm like, yeah, I just don't tell them. Jackie, dude, Jackie will literally be my bodyguard, like from like anything, whether it be like song requests, some chick, or like just some dudes being like hella like weird. I'm just like, please handle. I'm done in like five minutes. No, but I I have one specific moment in mind now. So it was um. I was doing a wedding in Austin, Texas this year. And so literally this guy had requested some sort of future song. Okay. And so I I genuinely looked. Yeah. Yeah. I said, hey, bro, like, I don't have it. My bad. And he's like, all right, well, you know, I'll I'll give you like $500, bro. I'm like, I I just don't have it. Yeah. Like, it's cool. He was like, I'll be right here. This guy was literally just like on my neck waiting oh, for me to like download, download it. it. And I'm like, bro, like, please back up. Dang. Please. Yeah, yeah. Like, you are all up in my ear about that. That is when, like, bro, money is not going to buy me like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, the song request is not like, I don't want to play it at this point. Yeah, yeah. My, and my, it's like, no, not you're that good. Serious. You're good. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. sometimes I'll just be like feeling really good. And, like, if the song that somebody requests makes sense, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I could figure that out. Yeah. Like, I think the other day, like, someone was requesting, like, some Taylor Swift song. And I was like, sure, I could, I could <laughs> definitely figure this out. Oh, yeah, nah, for sure. And sometimes it's fun, like, because the nights that we've gone with you guys, like, you, you'll throw it back sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And, like, add in, like, you know, some... some he means the song's not my ass. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, wait a minute. Jeez. There might be a couple Twitch streams. There, there, there might be. There might be a couple Twitch streams, streams out there. Uh, <laughs> but no, it all you know it always keeps it fun. But um, yeah. So Bad Bunny's definitely most requested right now. Most yeah. requested, and I think more so because people know it's a meme that yeah, they yeah. just do it anyway. Yeah. No, I feel that. I feel like that's Janet every time too. Like that, that's what she's trying to put on. I, I see yeah. her on her story, just going up and everything. Um, Does... You've requested a couple songs before, though. I have. Yeah. <laughs> you request some songs. I do. What songs do I request? A whole bunch of Bad Bunny. Yeah, like, well, oh, like, like I want to switch it up in the club. Okay, like, you know? like for you, like for you right now, if you were uh-huh. to request any song right now. It would probably be a Bad Bunny song, yeah. Yeah. What about you guys? If y'all were to request any song right now to a DJ, what would it be? Specifically? Specifically. Yeah. This is like me basically asking your favorite song right now. Oh, I wouldn't do my favorite song right now. You wouldn't request it? It's like why? a Kehlani song. What is That's it? Part- it could be for an R and B party, you know. Yeah, right? true. But I'd probably request Pilo. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, you did request a Pilo. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't think I'd pick a specific song, because any given Pilo. Sunday by Kehlani is like a R and B vibe. Yeah, yeah. So I probably they, wouldn't request it at a club, but I'd probably just say Pilo. Yeah, which I feel like you can never go wrong with Pilo. Never Would you ever song. request one of your own songs? I wouldn't. <laughs> but, okay, I will say this though. I want to I want to request my own song in the club, but when I'm shooting pool and they got a jukebox, <laughs> there are some songs on some jukeboxes that I'll go in and I'll I'll throw in like Dixie Cup or something like that. Just oh put it on God. the background in in the you know probably I'll, I'll play five songs and one of them will be Dixie Cup, <laughs> and I'll just be just shooting pool just like this is crazy. Okay. Wait, oh, that's that's kind of a vibe. Yeah, yeah I, no, that, I, like, kind of I like I like that. I'll put it on if it's like that. Um, uh-huh. but if, if I'm in a club. 
four I'm, by four. Oh yeah, just so four by four. Short. <laughs> Let's go. No, that's that's exactly what I was gonna say though. It's too short. I think oh, the majority really? of DJs have too short. And yeah. um, I'm you know I'm in LA like. Most of the time, you know, mm-hmm. I'll be maybe at a strip club or something, and like that's what I want to hear: is blow the whistle. The majority of DJs have blow the whistle. Yeah, yeah. and I, I feel like that's the song that he uses to gauge, like in the club or wherever he's at, how many bay people there are, because he'll play it and then he'll be like, "Where's my bay people at?" And then like, oh, like they start hyping yeah, up. He's yeah. like, "Okay, now I now he can determine whether he can keep on going with bay or just." Cut or it just at that. Get out yeah. There, yeah. yeah. No, which is cool. But it's fun when you get those moments because then you could you got a nice Bay Area mix that you can just run through right quick. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, and I don't know if other DJs do this, but I like to think of like my music, well, my music selection and kind of like blocks, for example. So like if I'm in LA, DJing in LA rather, and I like to think of it if there's Bay Area people in the space. I can go through three or four Bay Area songs max before I switch into like a whole different set. I see. Because I have to compensate for everybody in the room. Right. You know what I mean? Like the other day, there was like... (laughs) What happened? Oh my God. It was... We, uh... It was the other day at the club, and there was just hella dudes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, like, it was a cock fest. Yeah, straight <laughs> and up. So, <laughs> and so, yeah, so I'm over here, like, I'm playing, like, twerk music. I'm playing, like, City Girls, Sweetie, and everything. And I'm looking up. I'm like, oh, man, no one's moving to this. So I kind of had to read the room, even though there were some girls in, in, the, in the space. I was like, okay, let me play, like festival stuff like mo bamba like travis scott literally that's when the entire club starts to just like shake and move yeah. and i'm like yeah now it's a freaking jumping and doing mosh pits in the club I'm just yeah like, oh, and then it's so funny because then i'll go i'll go back into like you know uh like twerking stuff and then that's when all the dudes just kind of just like regress again like, all right cool. yeah like, I, I had my buzz let me go get a drink again all right right no i think that's really important being able to read a room though especially as a dj you know i think that like you're only going to get that experience being in front of a room, right? Obviously. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you too, do you think it's important for like, say like an EDM type DJ to have that experience and be able to know club rooms mm. like hip hop, pop, top 40, yeah. you know, do you think that it's important for them to have that skill as well? Yeah. Or, yeah. Truthfully, truthfully I do. And you know, I, I wouldn't speak for an EDM DJ because I'm not like an EDM DJ. And when yeah. I go through like my EDM sets, Jackie knows exactly what I play. Go tell him. Tell him my right. EDM sets. He literally just plays like maybe like three EDM artists. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. like house music. It's not even like hardcore EDM. It's okay. house music. And it pisses me off because like <laughs> I tried getting him into like certain house music. Um probably into like a year out until we started dating, and I, I, we were in the car. I remember we were driving down like, hot like Main Hollywood, and I was in the car. I was like, "Oh yeah, listen to this. Like this artist is Chami and Mala." And I'm trying to tell him, and he's like trying to get into it. I could see him trying, and he's like, "Yeah, you know what? This just isn't my thing." And I was Stop like, it. "Okay, you know what? Whatever. That's fine." <laughs> he goes on a Twitch, and that's when he's going onto his 365, oh, and go. then all his like you know Twitch homies are all like, "Oh yeah, try this," and he's all like, "Yeah." He ends up doing a whole like house DJ set. I was like, I looked at him. I was wow. like, those are literally the exact artists that I showed you. I was like, how, like, how the it fuck was are you gonna set, do? It was the setting. That's why. Like, I'm not gonna listen to like EDM in the car, but I'll listen to EDM like 
maybe you know at a set. A yeah, place like if like I that. if I know like oh yeah I like these songs like because I know what I want to listen to EDM yeah. wise. But yeah, to answer your question, I can't you know talk for an EDM DJ. But what I can say is like being a DJ who I primarily focus on hip hop and. I'll do R&B, but then I'll do a lot of weddings where there's like, you know, like a whole bunch of requests. Like literally like the other day when I was over in, um, where was I? Uh, Yosemite. They were requesting a whole bunch of country songs. And I'm just like, Got sure. You. Miles like, that's my, yeah. that's my type of wedding. Turn up, turn but up. But you know what I mean? It was like, so then I had to get versed with like country music. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I obviously have to figure out what the hits are. But I like to think of it as like, as a DJ, you want to be prepared for any setting you get thrown in. You know, I might not always DJ like a country, you know, like a a country, country set, set or whatever. Yeah. Or like, what's what's that festival? Uh, Stagecoach. Stage Stagecoach, stage right. Coach. But one day, if like someone's like, yo, do you want to DJ Stagecoach? It's like, hell yeah, I'll DJ Stagecoach, but I got to be ready for that moment. Mm. Yeah, Who yeah. did? Diplo. Diplo did, yeah. yeah and I heard sick. Diplo's set was just ill because he did like this country song into, uh, I think it was like the bounce with it drop. He did something. Yeah. Oh, I think it he did was something crazy. The Luke Bryan song, maybe. Yeah, I think so. But no, he he definitely mixed uh, too short in. He had yeah, that's what it was. It was said too. too. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but I, I'm because I got a friend who's you know getting into you know DJing or has been and um, more. He wants to be more in that world, the EDM, the EDM like you know world. festival type stuff. Yeah. Um, but a lot of like the smaller type gigs where it's like open format or you know hip hop R and B he will shy away from just because like that's not really where he wants to be at as far as like a dj he wants to just strictly be like festival obviously or like mm-hmm. even smaller type you know edm shows but um i don't know in my head i always kind of thought like i don't know i think it'd be important for you to go in there and just like be able to you know tackle and you know know how to move that room as well yeah, for sure. But, I mean, to kind of put it into your perspective too, like, you know, because you're you're like a hip hop artist, it's like I couldn't imagine you uh performing at like a emo night, for yeah, example, yeah. right? Like that just clearly wouldn't make sense. But also to uh also to help out like your homie too, it's kinda like you wouldn't get like the blow the whistle meets uh Luke Bryan. Yeah. Unless you knew that those two songs existed mm-hmm. and you figured out a way in which they could work. Yeah. Like, I'm the type of person who likes to go to the club early so I could listen to, like, how every other DJ does. Because they might play a song that I haven't even thought of in years. Mm. And then I'll draw inspiration from that. Yeah. I think the dopest thing you could do as a DJ is... You know, go to a hip hop club. You could try it at a hip hop club and see like how you like it. It might not be like your sort of thing, but you might draw some sort of inspiration from just like being there and learning how like hip hop clubs like are formatted. Because I mean, if the biggest hip hop club in the world, let's say like uh like Dre's, for example, like hit up your homie, like if I'm your homie, I would at least try to figure it out. But if yeah, you haven't yeah. like gone through the rounds of like at least doing hip hop clubs here or there, like you really won't know what to play. Right. And right. I think also too, like one of the house DJs that I listened to, his name is um Mala. He mixed he mixed his own song with like a notorious B.I.G. song. And it's okay. like again, it's like he creates his own music, but also took a whole different style, a genre of music and created his own. Mm-hmm. So I think that's like again it goes back to knowing different genres of music and having that type of pull in your in your laptop and just 
playing with it makes you different from everybody else. Yeah, no, absolutely. And we'll stand out too. And I think that that's like, because you can, you can entertain the majority of people. You know what songs to play with the majority of people. But like, obviously, like you're saying, like if you know a couple like Bay Area songs, only Bay Area people would know. You can mm-hmm. throw them into your set without throwing it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then you're really going to capture those Bay Area people that are like, oh, this exactly. guy. Exactly. I remember this guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which yeah. I think. I mean, he did it with you at Joey's. Exactly. You know? yeah. And now here I am. I'm still a fan. <laughs> yeah. I'm still a fan. Well, like, ima- yeah. Imagine you too. It's like, you know, you released like a whole like hip hop country album, which I've never told you, but it's just like absolutely fire, man. <laughs> the you. fact that you Thank went you. through like an entire album just doing that. But imagine if you didn't like country music. Mm-hmm. Or you didn't like make your way to like like country music like that mm-hmm. album would have never existed for sure yeah no and it's just um, no Dixie cups no four no. by fours straight <laughs> no, up none of I that mean, none of that <laughs> um, I'm gonna just throw this in there just because it's on my mind and we're about to announce it um, I do have a show for 680 South for coming up oh, by yeah. the time this is we're gonna announce it today so by the time this podcast comes out it'll be oh, up. But, oh uh, yeah so cool. it's gonna be in Sacramento but yeah I'm I'm really excited about that and thank you yeah I'm I'm excited about that album too and just. Is it gonna be where uh JC did her thing? It might be. It's either Goldfield trading. Yeah, it was post. it was Goldfield. Yeah, that room is so much fun. It's fun. Yeah, dude. No. Like honestly, <laughs> when so you excited. no, it's it's <laughs> know, fun. It's like because I'd never been to a place like that before. Yeah. Felicia, have you been there? I don't think so. It's a, it, we're talking about the same one. It's like a bar on this side, and then you go in around. And yeah, like, and it's a like a little room. stage yeah. area, yeah. and it all looks western. Yeah, no, it's all whole Western theme too. So I feel like you know it'll fit the vibe of you know the album and everything. But wow. yeah, um, cool. on my first tour on the solo side is where I played in Sacramento over there, and I was just like, I love this venue so much, <laughs> and the show was awesome. Sacramento is great; it's always a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just asked, I just hit Will, and I was like, Hey, can we get this venue? He was like, Yeah. What'd you say is your favorite city to perform in? Um. It might be either it's Sacramento. it's between like Sacramento, the Bay and LA. Mm. Like wow. just energy oh, wise. LA. Like last time. LA energy is really, really good, especially like the last show that I had here. I always have a really good time in Sac though. I got I got love for Sacramento. Um, Sacramento. But yeah, no, good good times. Um so that's the Bay Area. Okay. We're in the bay. Let's let's take it. Let's take it to <laughs> down down here to LA. Okay. LA. Back in LA. <laughs> well, what part of LA did you grow up in? Uh, East LA. So pretty much Boyle Heights, East LA is where I born and raised. Got you. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then how? Like when you were growing up, did you? Was there anything in school that you took that was like as far as like you know broadcasting or radio or anything? Honestly, not really. Like I didn't. I didn't find out about like broadcasting. Initially, I wanted to go into sports journalism and be a sideline reporter. Gotcha. And I went to school for that. I took broadcast journalism classes and then I had one bad professor who just kind of ruined it for me. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, yeah, this isn't it. I didn't really like it. I looked into more of like the, the sideline reporting and it was just like, there's a lot of stats involved and I told myself, I was like, you're not going to watch every game. You're not going to like keep up with (laughs) all of this. Like it's way too much. And I like I was like okay but I like talking to people I like being in front of the camera so what other things can I do found out about entertainment reporting cuz then I know I watch red carpets I love like celebrity gossip and like I yeah. love just being like you know in the know of things like that not like a cheese mosa or anything but like <laughs> <laughs> not for sure but um I started getting into that and then that's when I figured out okay like you know what let me see how I can go the entertainment route 
um, started working for that company that I mentioned and then did a lot of on-camera stuff and edited my own videos in like an entertaining way of like doing little clips from like movies or shows and putting them in and like response to like what I was saying. Yeah. And then from there, I just kind of like I stopped going to school for actually everything and I've just been grinding it out and I'm, I've been doing all this without a degree, to be honest. So that's yeah. awesome. And it's yeah. cool that like that's something that's possible. You know, what yeah, I mean? especially it, like with today and like um, how how big of a you know part does social media play in this? It honestly has played such a huge part because I didn't realize until recently. Like I, I would say, like my last three TikTok videos have just been like day in my life of being like an entertainment host at Dodgers or Galaxy or whatever. And those go crazy. Like, it's just like people will say like, oh, my God, like, you know, I I didn't know that this type of job existed. And a lot of the time when people talk to me and like I get to meet people, they're like, oh, like, you know, that's so it's such a random job sometimes to people. And it is because no one ever thinks about like you see it happening, but you never really understand like, okay, how do you do that job? Like, you know, and but social media is a huge factor. A lot of people on uh, TikTok as far as like entertainment reporters they've gotten their jobs they've gotten gigs like on red carpets recently just because they do these little 30 second clips on TikTok talking about the Kardashians talking about you know who's doing what who saw who who is be- like you know one of my Kanye West videos that I did on Instagram yes. I was talking yes. about how <laughs> he started dating this um, model Chaney Jones oh, and yeah. It was just like a Kim Kardashian lookalike. Like she went, she went out with him dressed in the same outfit. Holy and thing. I called her the Walmart version <laughs> of Kim K. Yeah. And people like, it was like at first it was like at three thousand views, and like I was just like okay, like whatever. It was just the people that followed me. Overnight, I think now it probably has like eighty thousand views. Crazy. And shoot, people yeah. either like love my commentary. Or people like fucking hate it. Yeah. People are yeah. like, oh, like you're such a bitch for calling her the Walmart version of Kim K. I was like, I thought it was funny, but okay, like, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. And like, you're gonna get that. It w- especially being an entertainment reporter, people are gonna disagree with you. People want the tea, but also people like are always gonna tell you, like, oh, well, what are you doing with your life? You know, it's like, well, it. this is my job. Yeah, I gotta be in the know of people, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, social media plays a huge part, but you also have to have thick skin for it too. No, absolutely, because, like, you can really let, like, some comments get to you for sure. I think, you know, if you're not able to brush them off, you know, a majority of time there's only a few of them amongst, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of really positive comments. But, um, yeah, I know that a lot of times, like, a couple of those negative ones could stand out and really, you know, get to you and can be discouraging, especially in the beginning. No, definitely. I think when we first started Mexipino, like, I literally would go to him and I'd be like, I fucking, like, hate all these comments. He's like, I want to quit. I'm like, Like, what do you mean? This is good. Like, he sees negative comments, like, in such a positive way. Like, he's just like, he goes, you know, like, people, like, they're going to talk and this and that, but he's all like, you know, we're, we're attracting both, like, the good side and the bad side. And I forgot what video it was that, like, the guys in the comments just hated me. What was it? It's it's normally whenever we talk about, like, I guess, like, oh, guy stuff versus girl stuff. Yeah, okay. I think it was, okay. like, the red flags and guys. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so the clip was, what are the red flags? 
What what's a red flag that would like immediately turn you off from like a guy? Yeah, right? and this yeah. was like an Instagram meme that like I saw and I sent it to him and I was it was funny because three of the things on that list were like <laughs> things were that I like. To him. It was <laughs> it was it was Joe Rogan, Elon Musk, and like cryptocurrency yeah, or something like, like that. Something like that. <laughs> so I sent it to him and he's like, "Let's talk about it." So then that became one of our clips. And all the guys in the in the comments, they're all like, oh, well, she's like, what do you say? It's like, she don't know anything. She don't know what she's talking about. They're all like, you know, you could tell she got nothing inside her head. I'm just, and I was literally <laughs> like, at that point, Man. I didn't care about negative comments, but I was just like, yo. And so, like, I started responding to some of the guys that are like, uh, like they would say like oh that's why she doesn't have a boyfriend I was like did you not see the clip that is my boyfriend like <laughs> right, what you right. mean like and it's then um, the like, internet like yeah it was just like but you know it's whatever at this point the negative comments yeah. the internet's yeah. just funny it, it is it's funny when you look at it as like a uh, like you know who are you it's like zero followers like you know <laughs> Like a hundred posts and the it's user like zero five seven. Yeah, I don't yeah. fucking care. No, I will say too though. Like for one, that's a very um, dedicated fan base. You guys are calling out Joe Rogan, Elon Musk. Oh, for like, sure. Those, those guys are hardcore. Yeah. yeah the, oh, one, I know. Like, <laughs> course, right? you know but you know, going back to what we were saying in the beginning is that like you know I like I love them. I don't yeah. idolize them. I just like I fuck with like how they like move about in life. Whereas Jackie, she's like, oh, I'm very opinionated a, about it. Yeah, I'm just like, like ah. so do your thing, but I don't agree yeah. with them. I'm like, all right, uh -huh. cool. Yeah, yeah. But then also, too, I was going to say, like, I think a lot of times if you're getting some hate comments here and there, like negative comments, it's usually coming from a person who's not familiar with you, right? Yeah. Which is cool because it's like, okay, now that your video or your clip reached a new audience to mm -hmm. where it's like, this person didn't know who we were before and felt however, you know, to comment yeah. on it. Yeah. So a lot of times, like, if you start seeing, like, something like that, in, in a way, like, I kind of think it's cool because you're reaching a new audience. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I think I responded. There was, like, a, a person who commented, like, I want to say maybe, like, five times. And I, like, thought about it. I was like, okay, he commented five times. That means he, the, the clip, probably ran through twice yeah, and yeah. you commented Cycling. which then means like it's generating more views like on other people's yeah. like for you pages so i just commented back i was like thank you for the content you're boosting our like you know you're boosting our audience <laughs> and then he responded with like a, a middle finger emoji and i was just like cool thanks again yeah, i'm yeah. getting responses from you so reel it cool. in reel it in no, i love it um going back to the sports stuff uh -huh. i feel like sports is like mostly like men and stuff mm -hmm. being a woman do you find it like difficult or any, like, comments from anyone? You know, like, uh, at first, it was. Like, it would, it's definitely interesting because, like, there are a lot more women in sports now. And mm -hmm. that's really, really awesome. And we get praised a lot now, more than we used to. Sometimes you still get the, the oh, well, what do you know about, like, you know. Like, if I say I work for Dodgers and some, like, you know, Randall's like, oh, well, you know, who played in, like, the 19, like, 97 <laughs> World Series? I was like, oh, like, like bro, I man. wasn't even born at that time. Like, what do you yeah, expect? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to do that. Um, and then, but then for the most part, everyone has been very welcoming. Being in the entertainment aspect, however, I still get, you know, those men who want to objectify you. And it's just like, I don't need that. And I and I set my boundaries, too. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like now a lot of women in sports are calling out the the people who do that. 
they're not they're not staying quiet a lot of us are very very vocal yeah. and we're proud of what we do so we don't want anyone trying to dim our light mm-hmm. and it's really cool to see you know how many people being in like working in front office too you see how many women of women hold high like job levels yeah, yeah. like my boss is a woman like uh, there's so, like the social media manager of and director of the dodgers is a woman yeah. You know, and it's because of her that they have one of the best social media platforms in the MLB. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, I feel like just slight round of applause. <laughs> right here, just, no, that's, that's, really, that's really awesome. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, and um, I'm sure you enjoy it, too, though. What, what's it like? Um, obviously, you're a Dodgers fan. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you're you're from San Francisco, so I'm, I'm assuming you're a Giants fan. Are you a Giants not fan? Not anymore. You're not. Are you no, a Dodgers fan? I, mean, I am, I am. Oh, no, what? what? Oh, my God. Oh, no, wait, hold on. Wait. picture of what he wow. wore this past Saturday? What, what, what do you have on? I will say, he spent money on a Dodgers jersey this past Saturday, so oh I kind of just got to... Let me pull it up real quick. Where is it? Man, I you, take way you, too you many spent a lot of time out here. How long you been out here in LA? 2014. He's wearing a Dodgers jersey Wow, in wow. <laughs> he even said, can you get me a Mookie Betts jersey? So he's, he's wrong. He's, he's dope. He pointed out a specific player. So. Okay, let me, okay, first of all, first of all, <laughs> let me go. give you the order in which I care about sports, okay. right? I, yeah, yeah. The order in which I really care about sports. Yeah, yeah. It's basketball, it's basketball, and it's basketball. And that's so, it. Yeah, and that, yeah. You cannot mess with me when it comes, I will never win. A jersey that is not the Warriors. Right, right. That, that's like, such a lie. Wait, wait. That's such a lie. Uh-oh. What? Here we go. <laughs> Suns jersey. Here we go. Okay, I lost a bet. I literally lost a bet. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's what you had on. Yeah, I, yeah. It, it was a Devon Booker jersey. We were not even going to talk about that. I will never. How about this? I will never willingly wear another person's jersey unless it's like a player that I like really mess with, right? But like, so my personal. This is a very personal way of thinking. I'm a Warriors fan. I will watch the Giants, and I took my ass to every single parade, every single Giants parade that happened within the past 10 years, which was three. There you go. I went to all all three. (laughs) Matter of fact, I I saw people coming in with, like, golden brooms and whatnot when we swept Texas, and I was like, Uh cool, I'm with it, too. What's hella funny is that, like... (laughs) He'll like when we first started dating. I was just like, "Oh, you're not a Giants fan." Like he, I know he's a bandwagon Giants fan. Like, a thousand percent. Yeah, and, okay. he'll, and he'll own up to that. But at first, he was just like, "No, no, no, no." And I was like, "Okay, name me like three Giants players." That's when I did that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was just like Buster Posey. I was like, "He's retired." Right, right. I was like, "So no." He's all like Barry Bonds. I was like, uh-huh. "Yeah, yeah." And he's and then um. I asked him for the manager's name. Didn't know. It. I was like, he is gone. I said Bruce Bochy. Yeah, he's not there uh-huh, anymore. Uh-huh. But he was. He, he was there. <laughs> but gotcha. He was there. Yeah. So you, didn't you want a John Morant jersey? Yeah, John Morant's dope. But then he says, I, I will not willingly want to wear another player. No, I won't wear it <laughs> from a pl- If I like the player, if I like truly mess with them, I would. Like I would wear a Michael Jordan jersey. Because you know, because yeah, yeah, yeah. Jordan, yeah, 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 duh. But like, no, you know, I feel that. Yeah, like, okay. You know what I mean? Like, I, I heard I, Michael Jordan is actually the. I think I read it today that he's the first NBA 2K player to have like a hundred on, on. Oh, probably. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't play 2K. I don't know. Either. I just thought that was an interesting <laughs> yeah, fact. Played. Maybe you guys knew, but yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely just like. 
I will bandwagon on the Giants. Yeah. I will ban if the Niners won a couple years ago, I probably would have bought a Niners jersey too. <laughs> right, right. There but you the go. fact is, the Dodgers is the one who's paying me right now, so we were in a Dodgers jersey. There you go. Okay, okay. There it is. There it is. Now I was gonna say, cause how long you been out here in LA now too? 2014. 2014. 2014. Okay, so you've been yeah. out here for some time too. Yeah, at a, bro, at a yeah, certain, almost ten years. At a certain point, oh my gosh. it starts yeah. to feel a little bit more homey out here. Yes, LA is fun. LA, it's yeah, a good it time. Fun. You know, especially like you know when you first starting to come out here and making trips and you know getting gigs and everything. You know, it's it's cool. It's a good time. But um, did you ever think that it could get cozy like that? Like you know, feel a little bit more homey. Yeah, I mean, actually, it wasn't until, like, pandemic where I really started to feel homey because, you know, being in L.A., not from here, it's like you're always out and about. So it's like I never really spent time at my apartment. Yeah. But it's like with quarantine happening and we're kind of just all forced to be in our apartments or, you know, wherever we live. I was like, cool, I can make myself comfy. I can stretch my legs out a little bit more. <laughs> I bought YouTube TV over quarantine. Uh-huh. So I'm like, cool, I'm watching all the games now. I'm chilling. Like, right, right. And it made it cool. Yeah. Um, but speaking of homie, too, like, so did you guys start out as homies? Or did you? <laughs> that was such a or how did it? <laughs> Yo, the way he's transitioning is hilarious. I love it. Speaking like of Michael went. Jackson, <laughs> right, right. homie. No, so did you guys start out as friends, though, first? Like, or where did uh, you guys end up crossing paths? Okay, oh, so God. that's what it was. So Here, we're back to your, social give media. Give your version, then I'll give my version. No, no, he didn't stalk me. Kind of. But, uh, well, so we met at work, actually. Uh, I, I was at iHeart. He was producing the night show and DJing the night show. And I was just kind of like in the office doing a lot of the contesting work and fulfilling prizes and everything like that. And I didn't know Nico until we had like a mutual friend. Our, our mutual friend uh, actually interviewed for the same job that I did. Okay. And yeah. we all ended up getting it. So we were, it was like, it was cool. But then yeah. you don't um, cook, right? I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he was with you at Joey. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Cook was our as our mutual friend, and then um, that's when they start they started doing, they were gonna do Ye the party at apartment five hundred three, and so then that's when I met him like actually formally yeah. and then he was just telling me he's like yeah just go just go I was like yeah I didn't actually go I RSVP'd but I didn't go why is your story <laughs> so off from mine because okay. that's how I remember it I your story is <laughs> but your anyway, story is completely but different then anyway, from mine so he would like come down to like my fourth floor <laughs> stop <laughs> and he would come down to the fourth floor where I would work and he would just constantly come and I was just like Okay, so I started talking to him. He asked me out through, like, a note because he didn't want anyone else to hear him asking me out. I love it. I mean, but a note is kind of, like, old school, too, yeah. Yeah. right? Now I we're honestly... on the same page. Okay, okay, here you go. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> what, it was note? the homie joke that wanted you to... No, note page? What? Yeah, I okay. get it. But anyway, uh, and then I initially thought the note was, like, a piece of trash. Oh, and wow. then I was going to throw it away because then, like, he tossed <laughs> it to me. I was like, does he not have a trash can on that side? Like, so, but then, like, I looked at it and then it had writing. So I opened it and then he asked yeah, me. Yeah, that's on a date. So we yeah. actually went to Joey's downtown LA. <laughs> yeah. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> man, Joey is freaking Joey's bringing people together. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah, they're really putting on. Oh, uh, okay. So from there, that's that's how you guys. So you know, yeah, that was the beginning of everything. Yeah, yeah it was, that was our first date. February first, twenty twenty, was our first date. Yeah, awesome. And then our yeah. second date was actually it was fun. So 
I actually got tickets to um this thing called like Sweetheart Night at uh, at, Ooh, at, at Disneyland. Disneyland. Yeah, Disneyland. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then like my one of the promo managers, she was like, "Yeah, like if you want to go, I'm like." All right, sure. You talking about first of all, I didn't even know it was like sweetheart, sweetheart night, night or whatever. She just said, Yeah, you want to go to Disneyland at night for free with someone? Sure, run it yeah. up. And it was yeah. like a private event, so it was gonna be not like there wasn't gonna be crowded. Super packed. Yeah. yeah. So then oh. I asked I asked Jackie to go with me, and this is literally like maybe two weeks later, like literally around, around Valentine's yeah. Day. It was the day before Valentine's, I think. Yes, it was. And so we both pull up, and then as soon as we get into the park, they both give us like sweetheart night, like like um, the, ne- like lan- the necklaces, lanyards, lanyards yeah. and. That's when I'm just like, oh, shoot. And then we looked at each other like, <laughs> like yo, it's going to be nothing but couples in here right now. <laughs> I love it. So what, what, you said that was your second date? That was our yeah. second, second date. date. You lying. No, no, no. You had no idea. Lying, bro. I didn't know. That's crazy. I was I just mean, like, okay, cool. A, a easy night at Disneyland. Yeah. Like, why not? He's just like, hey, you want to come with me to this thing? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I guess some park over here, Disney, like, yeah, like, <laughs> for free, I guess. Like, we just That's go we together. Got there. And it was, since it was, like, we got the tickets from work, there was also, like, people that we worked with there, and we were oh, trying to be low-key about us dating, because, like, we didn't know if it was, like, uh, like frowned upon, or, yeah. and then we just didn't want people in our business, because there was, like, hello people that would, like, talk. Yeah. Um, and... So then it was funny because we were gonna we were standing in line for I think like a tour or something. Yeah, and then like I literally turned the corner and my manager was actually there, and I said, "Oh, like let's, we, we got right behind." Let's turn around, manager, yo. Like, no, that's just, amazing. Let's turn yeah. around. But apparently, like people ended up seeing us together that day. I found out later on. Oh, I didn't that, even know yeah. that. They're like, "Oh," they're like, "Yeah." Yeah, no, for sure. I love that, and we were wondering too, as a couple. Does it make it easier or harder to have a podcast or, you know, do business together like that? Ooh. You go first. You go first. <laughs> I went first for the... Oh, I'll go for, first. Yeah. Uh, that's a great question. I, I didn't think this question would pop up. <laughs> oh, sure. I mean, no, in, my head, in my head, I think that it makes it easier in some places and maybe harder yeah. in others, right? I mean, because you guys spend a lot of time with each other, so mm-hmm. I think yeah. that, like, conversation, obviously... Well, so, you know, we, uh, so we don't live with each other right now. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we don't have, like, that same amount of time that a couple would, like, as if they would live with each other. And, you know, because we're maybe, like, how long, like, 10 miles away? Yeah. Something like that. Like, it actually does make it difficult to, like, schedule a podcast. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, you know, we had to, like, um, put it on a schedule to where it's like, hey, like, we'll do, like, content, like, every Tuesday or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the difficulty that comes with that is, like, that becomes part of our time yeah you know what i mean so whereas like people would you know couples would like come together and you know just like hang out netflix and chill whatever you want to call it yeah it's like well this is our podcast time and by the time we're done with the podcast it's kind of like all right you know let's kind of just like we need a timeout we kind of just need to like chill for a bit whatever Mm -hmm. so it's a it's a we've found like a good i guess you could call it like work relationship like balance. balance yeah it's important man like she'll even remind me all the time like i don't want to just hang out and like <laughs> do a podcast i, I actually i, like I want to like just, okay. I, just wanna... <laughs> I was like i didn't know I sound... <laughs> but you know even when it comes to like you know if like i'm djing which is like three four nights a week or like you know like she yeah i see her eyes right now like, yeah. or even like <laughs> when um like she's hosting it's like 
we try to find the time to like support each other with those things. But then in addition to that, also find some time to just do regular couple stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. the first time we went out in a while was Ooh. Where did Shit, I take? Oh, I just man. took it a big catch like a couple days ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 What what is that? I don't know what it's that is. It's like a it's like a seafood Asian, seafood restaurant. Asian restaurant. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We had like garlic noodles, Mongolian beef, and like some truffle fries. Yeah. Ooh, it was yeah, really good. Fire, but then, yeah. like, also too, like it. We do have our boundaries when it comes to like work too, because we are on radio and like we use a lot. Like sometimes we'll talk about our relationship on radio. You know, Got you. but yeah. we have our boundaries of like you. We know we can't. We didn't talk about it, but like we know it's like hey, like. I wouldn't want you to say this is what's going on, and I wouldn't want you to say this is what's going on. Yeah, you know? nah, for sure. Um, but there are instances where our work does collide, and it's really cool. Like, he'll DJ at Dodgers pregame, and I'll be hosting mm -hmm. that day, and it's just like, okay, this is cool. Like, you know, um, he's there, and he's doing his thing, and people love him there. Yeah. And next, oh, no, this Saturday. Shit, this Saturday. This Saturday, we're like, he's DJing a quinceanera. I'm emceeing it. Oh, yeah, fire. So yeah. Nah, that's when, yeah. like, our work and, like, that's kind of, like, our time together. But also, like, we make it a point, like he said, to separate the time from work together to, like, actual time together and yeah. being in our relationship. Which is good. I feel like is is important for that. And especially, too, I will say, like, the space that you guys do have apart in my head also, I think, is, is super healthy for it as well too because oh, you, yeah, you guys have sure. the podcast and everything together like just having time apart i feel like you know is, is gonna be super healthy for that yeah as well and there, no. there'll also be times like this literally happens like every time i'm at the club now like whether somebody notices something from like like you know dj videos or whatever like more times it'll be yo I watch your guys' podcast. That's fine. I you guys. I'm just like... Like, we went out to eat, the, the, like, a couple weeks ago, and then some guy, like, we were walking down the stairs of the parking garage, and the guy's like, oh, not making TikToks today? And I turned around. I was like, excuse me? Even I was just like... And then he's all like, yeah. He goes, I like, you know, I see your podcast on TikTok. I was like, oh, I was like... Thank you. I was like, okay, like that's, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, and that was us just trying to go to like a little restaurant in Burbank, and that's when like our that's when like our workload like collides with our in real life too, and yeah. we just get like little reminders. It's yeah, kinda, you know, yeah. it's kind of cool. It's oh cool. no, for sure. Yeah, I was gonna say too. Um, Mexipino, Mexipino podcast, Mexipino also sounds like a fire barbecue. It like, does. Like the combination <laughs> of both. Both Ooh. sides, like oh, with yeah. the food and everything, like I feel like would be an amazing barbecue get yeah, together. Yeah, actually, would be. It yeah. would be. At some barbecue, like an, like an event like that. We definitely could. Yeah. yeah. You know who we need? We need uh, oh, God, it's like this seasick spot over in the bay. That is it, senior seasick. Oh, yeah, it's senior seasick. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. literally like the like the epitome of like. I like how I knew the Mexican, name, but I've never Filipino been there. food. Uh -huh. <laughs> I was wondering, do are are there? more often things that cross paths between Filipino and Mexican culture? Oh, yeah, there's yeah. a lot. Well, a what lot. are what are some of the things that cross? I would say, the first thing that pops into my mind is religion. Like, we're both, like, not we're both, but, like, the cultures themselves, they're very Catholic-based. Yeah, yeah. So okay. Super Catholic. That's what I feel like. One thing that comes to my mind, uh, it's definitely the language. Yeah. Uh -huh. So for people who don't know, like, Spain actually conquered both the Philippines and... Mexico like at some point in time mm -hmm. so a lot of our language um, 
derives from Spain. And so it's funny growing up. What I just thought of a word that means two completely different things in our language. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> so like we'll we'll have a lot of like similar words. Um like oh Jesus Christ. Like basura. Not, yeah, like basura, which means trash. trash. Is both for the same. Okay. Gotcha. Exactly. Yeah. And then we like some words are spelled just like with an S instead of like a Z or you know like or some words are even like mushed together so I like to think of it as like Filipinos like to say way less mm-hmm. got you okay. so like in Spanish you'd be like como estas mm-hmm. in Tagalog which is my which is my Filipino or my family's native language is in Tagalog it would be camusta so you. como estas camusta it's pretty, yeah, it's yeah. very it's close. The same thing, very just close. very like yeah. jumbled together. But then also you have to be very careful because some things can mean different things. Like like puto in Spanish <laughs> yeah. is a bad word, but in Tagalog In Tagalog it's food. Yeah. Interesting. It's like it's like a little rice cake. Yeah. Ooh. So it can mean like you can get <laughs> really in trouble. It's like, crazy. You know? It's yeah, crazy. Yeah, no. Nah. Uh what about uh menudo? Menudo. Yeah, we have yeah, we have that. Yeah, we have menudo. But yeah. it's different, right? It's just, is, it, it's, is, it, is it the same type of dish? Yeah, it's basically just Filipino style versus Mexican yeah, style. Yeah, it's just like, you know, different. I Like, flan is the same. Like, okay. But they, they say like leche flan, but we just call it flan. Got you. Okay. And yeah. Yeah, there's like, but there's definitely similarity. Th- like, um, I'm trying to think. Like lechon, we have lechon too. Uh-huh. Lechon is... It's just grilled, not grilled. People were getting on me in the comments. It's not fried pig. It's grilled. No, it's right, isn't it? I don't know. It's pig. <laughs> it's pig, yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. also like we have lechon too, and it's pig too. But I okay. think ours is fried or grilled. I don't even know. I'm trying but to think. Yeah, yeah, that's nah, crazy. Um, favorite part about growing up in East LA? Ooh, the food. Food. Yeah. <laughs> the food. Well, what what's some food out there that that you're excited about? Media tacos all the time. Like I love tacos. Like, I will choose a taco over burrito any day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But, like, it's because, like, I can keep on eating. <laughs> oh, okay, um, I got you. And yeah. then raspados are, like, everywhere. Like, the elote man, he'll, like, come by, ice cream trucks. Like, I just feel like the culture in L.A., like, and especially in East L.A., I just love it. It's all, I've grown up with it, and it feels, it's always home, of course, but, uh-huh. like, the food there is completely different. How are you not going to mention the mocajete? Oh, mocajete is his favorite thing. Have you guys had that before? I don't, I don't know what that is. It's like nah. a, it's a hot stone, like rock stone. Yeah. And inside, it's um, it's kind of like a little shape, shaped in the cup. And you okay. put a bunch of salsa. You put carne asada, chicken, chorizo. Um, we call it queso fresco, which is just like fresh cheese. Yeah. Um, Mexican cheese stick. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then <laughs> uh, nopal, which is cactus. And it's all there, and it's just the stone is so hot that it cooks it for you. Wow, yeah. yeah. It's like boiling salsa, just yeah. no, like heating your fire. Thing it's ever. so good, yo. That, yeah. sounds, that sounds really good. I introduced him to a lot of Mexican food, and like he like loves me for it. So. Yeah. Like, honestly, I, I love the Mexican food back in the Bay, and I was like, I was like standing on it. Like, the Bay got the best Mexican food. <laughs> and then as soon as she showed me like all the East LA spots, even when it came down to the tacos, I'm just like, yeah, yeah, you know what? 
I got to change my opinion. You know, that's always like, you know, it's been a big topic between, you know, a lot of my friends and I, uh, you know, being from the Bay Area and living here and now, mm. too, um, specifically about the burritos. I mean, people could talk about like Mexican food in Bay in LA, mm. but like when it comes to the burritos, like, you know, people are always, you know, from here, they're going to say, oh, LA is better. And people are like, nah, the Bay Area burritos are better. I and, think the. I think yeah, the tacos in L.A. are better, but I think the burrito... Oh, no. Rather, the tacos in L.A. are better, yeah. but the burritos in the Bay are better. Yeah. 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 I, for well, sure. Well, because I think... Didn't the burritos start in, like, the Mission District in the I Bay? I think so, yeah. Like, actually, like, the burrito. Like, yeah. yeah, it started in San Diego, like, the California burrito-style burrito. Yeah. But then I think... Like, I know it's, like, a Mission District burrito that started in, like, the Bay... So, like, I feel like that's why Bay Area people are more inclined to, like, burritos over tacos. Yeah. Because, like, it start, like it originated, you know? That's crazy. I, I didn't even know that, um, yeah. which would probably make sense. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm on the same page with you, though, because, like, I'll hear people talk about that all the time. Like, nah, Bay Area tacos are way better than L.A. tacos. I'm like... Hmm. I can't. I can't I rock know. with it. Like I love the Bay Area though. Like don't yeah. get me wrong. I'm gonna root for them every time. But like, I also got to be honest. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm just being honest. I man. will say the Bay Area has better Asian food than LA does. Okay. okay. Yeah, I will say that. Yeah. A thousand percent. Yeah. So have you have you gone up to the Bay Area? Yeah, I have. I've been there. Probably like a handful of times, a little more than a handful of times already. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I had sizzling seasick for the first time over there. And have you guys had that? Uh-uh. You know, so so it's, it's kind of Filip- like a mocha jete if you think about it. Uh, it's on the hot really. stone. No, no, no. Just let, that let, part. Let me, <laughs> break, let me break this down. So it's a uh, it's chopped like pork. Yeah, and then you put that over like a a stone that basically heats it up, and then you have like some rice, and then you have like an egg on it. Oh yeah, Bro, I promise you, the next time you guys are in the bay, I will take you. Oh yeah, bro. The Filipino food there is crazy. If you get seasick that's not sizzling, it's not gonna be good. Okay, okay. So in my opinion, so we'll be there this weekend then. <laughs> I'm there Thursday. Are, wait, are you for real? Yeah, literally, he is but Thursday. literally just Thursday. Dang, Dang. I wonder. I think I'm <laughs> going up Friday. on Friday. Yeah. yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> next time. Next we'll time. Figure no, we'll figure it out. That sounds awesome though. But yeah, that would be a nice little like food battle though, like Mexican <laughs> food battle, barbecue type. Literally. You know, that would be lit. Yeah, that would be. Honestly, I think we should try. And we should figure it out. out. I can't. I can't imagine having like like a seasick taco, for example. Uh huh. Yeah. One. No, we did have a seasick taco. I've had, I've had it before, but but we need it right off the right yeah, off the true. sizzle. But then, like we ever since starting our podcast, we've noticed how many like Mexipino people there are, and yeah. like Mexipino restaurants too. There's a couple in San Diego. There's some in the Bay. There's a couple here, like, mm-hmm. and it's really interesting to see their take on like Mexican and Filipino food. Like, there's seasick burritos. There's Tocino tacos, and mm-hmm. it's, it's oh, really tight. cool. Yeah, no, yeah. that's that's right. There's adobo burritos too. I think. Yeah, fire. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um. So that's your favorite part about East LA. Yeah. Great groceries. <laughs> and, and, uh, favorite part about being in the Bay Area. Being favorite fr- part about being in the Bay Area. Ooh, just the energy. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean like that's I, such a Bay answer. No, it really is. That's what I'm saying. Literally, everyone would say that. Like, yeah, but it's, in the Bay. that's really it, though. <laughs> no, it really it's it's so weird because it's like no matter how many times I say that or try to convince somebody <laughs> about that, it's like 
You just don't get it unless you're <laughs> from there. It's so weird. No, the, no, it's because they like, know what I'm talking about. Sure. Yeah, but it's like he says convincing people, but the people is me. Okay, there you go. Because <laughs> okay, then, yeah. then, like, I'll tell him, like, I like to poke, like, at his buttons sometimes, and I'm just like, oh, like, he'll say, like, the bay, the bay is so influential, this and that. I'm like, oh, not really, but I just say it just <laughs> no, to piss it, him like... off. But then he's all like, you see that phone you're on? What is it? And right, then, like, right. And then he's all like, and I was like, it's an Apple phone. He goes, you know where Apple's at? Exactly. It's in the in bay. The bay. <laughs> right, I was just right. like, okay. It's in the bay. <laughs> all right. Here, here's another argument. Here's another argument that my stepbrother just told me about that. Think about what what's the latest Pixar movie that is out right now. Lightyear. Lightyear, right? Yeah. Okay, and what movie does that derive from? Pixar. No, well, no, Toy Story, right? Oh, Toy Story. All of y'all watch Toy Story? All of you yeah. are fans Every, of Toy Story? Yeah. yeah. Well, guess what? We're, guess where Pixar is? It's in the Bay. <laughs> it's in Emeryville, California, yeah. right next to the Ikea. Ikea. <laughs> right there. Yeah, yeah. You it's can't crazy. tell me that's not influence. All the influences <laughs> derives from there. Let's go. So it's right there. He's so passionate about this. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. You know what's going to spark the rest of the world on fire, ironically? Did y'all know that my... <laughs> no, I'm, I'm letting this off. I'm getting this. Let's we're go. on a... Let's this, go. A, this is a 925. Come on. <laughs> 925. My homie is the guy who made the world's first floating fire station. What? what? Thank, thank, thank exactly. You, thank you. Guess thank what? You. It's at Pier Thirty Nine. It's a it's a floating fire. It's a station? floating fire station. It's literally floating on the water at Pier Thirty Nine. I know. I gotta see this. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. I need to see that. The reason why we need it. Is because if there's fires in like Oakland or somebody somewhere over in the bay, they can dispatch a boat to basically get unlimited water and shoot at the fire. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, no, influential. I, fire. I got it. no. I need. Yeah, that's fire. That's fire. <laughs> See, it's fire. <laughs> <laughs> she getting it. She getting it. The transition. I love it. Hilarious. No, next thing. Speaking of fire, <laughs> come on, hey. No, that, and that's Bay Area, though. It's Bay Area. Every, oh everything, everything is Bay Area. That's I, hella funny. I, I'm always going to root for the Bay Area, um, except when it comes to the tacos. I don't. <laughs> but also, I will say, I do need to spend some more time with tacos in the Bay Area. I don't know if I have, have a fair amount of tacos under my belt. Come to the Mission District, bro. Yeah, Come I mean, to the Mission I had a, District. I had a, I had a burrito. Lot of Mexicans in the mix, Mission District. That's like literally and Mexicans. That's why. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> no, because I had a burrito out there last time. Khaled took me to a spot over there that like is one of his favorite burritos. Yeah. And yeah, insane. Even Oakland Amazing. got some really good burritos and Mexican food. Okay. In general. Yeah. Now I got I got to tap in and see what's going on before I can like really give my yes. official answer. But, but then you need to the go moment, to East LA too and get like video tacos too. I'm That's interested. True. I'm interested. I, I will say we need to take you guys to take them. Have you tried the ones from Disneyland? The video tacos? Mm-hmm. No, not They're yet. They're actually really good. Really? Yeah. I heard that those are actually one of like the really good foods. Over there. It's in. Uh, isn't it? It's in California Adventure. Yeah, it yeah. actually might be in California Adventure. I think that that meat isn't my favorite, and maybe it's because I had a bad start with it. Oh, where did you have it? Where'd you have it? Well, I, have, I went to TJ. Ooh. And we went... Trader Joe's or... No, no. <laughs> like, no, no. Like, TJ, like, do you want to... I like how he points at me. He's like, no, TJ. <laughs> no, because I heard you... No, because no, you just said it. You just said it. No, no I so, just made it but, miles. You feel hella uncomfortable. No, no, no. Because I heard you say it. I heard you say it. Yeah, no. Funny. Um, no, uh, I, and I think it was just because I had gone so early that morning. 
because we left to go out there and it was probably like we left the house at like 5 a.m., right? Mm -hmm. So we get there and we're eating tacos at 8 o'clock in the morning. Holy fuck. I'm like, this don't seem normal. My stomach's not even awake at that hour. (laughs) And so they like messed me up. But I mean, I'm... I will say like I'm I'm a fan of some of them, but like I'm interested in like which ones you know you're you're excited about. Yeah, like the ones that I like, the ones that I have there because you can also have there's like bedia that's actual goat, but then yeah. there's also beef bedia. Yeah. And he really mm. liked beef bedia until my family took him to like a restaurant that has goat bedia. Yeah, like okay. goat literally is, like, like the actual bedia, like that's straight off the bone. Yeah, yeah, straight off the bone and this restaurant in East LA is so like just genuine to goat bedia that there's no side dishes. It's just meat. You're just Yo, eating meat. Like literally there's no then... rice, there's no beans, there's no like they have tortilla so you can make like a little taco. Yeah. But it's just meat. Like, and when you walk in, there's literally like nothing but photos of goats. <laughs> oh, really? Bro. Okay, there was one big no, mural. That no, there, like, no. He said, he said it was like, there's goats everywhere. There's no, goats everywhere. Uh-huh. Which is actually insane now because literally it's like a picture of a goat. And then it's like food form right in front of you. Right, so you know right. exactly what you're eating. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I don't want to think about that. You know what I mean? But, like, well, <laughs> like, like, but you know, sometimes like, you, you got to eat the goat to be the goat. You feel me? And that and that's where we're going to end off right there. <laughs> that's a great, great last line. Um, hey, thank you guys again for, for seriously coming through. And uh, this, was, this was actually a really, really fun episode. Yeah, So I appreciate was. you guys being here and, you know, making the journey out this way. Yeah, um, man. But uh, yeah, half mile, <laughs> absolutely. No, we um we usually pick an emoji for the people who stay to the end and listen um to tweet us to let us know that Ooh. they made it. Oh. So what what emoji are you guys into? What's a common one or whichever one you want to use for the oh. episode? My favorite one right now. Actually, you go. Go ahead. I'll do a little K-pop part one. Oh, I like that oh. one. That one. Yeah, yeah, that one's fire. Okay. So drop that one if you made it to the end, and definitely follow them on their socials. Yes. Instagram is. N I C O A K Blitz. I like how he promoted himself before the podcast. <laughs> anyway, no, I was. Gonna, we need We need all of them. Yeah, it was. It was the build up. It was boom, yeah. boom, and then boom. Yeah, uh, you can follow me at I'm Jackie Ramirez, and then follow us at Mexipino Podcast. Yes, let's go. Sick. And then um, we're gonna do an episode with you guys, right? So yes. Yeah. We can definitely check out their podcast. You know, we'll both be out. How how often or when do you think that one will drop? That one's oh, probably, probably gonna drop the same time this one drops. Cool. Well, we're recording this. Yeah, like within a week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Right on. Well, thank you guys so much. Appreciate you again. Thank Thank you, you guys. guys. Yay.